Welcome back to Kafaro Cast, everybody. I'm Frank Peralta here with Aaron <laughs> Snyder and Hi. the man, the compound master, Henry Ferguson, Yuli <laughs> Fanatic. What else can we call you? Not fit to hunt is what we there you go. send people to. That's his, uh, your website and there podcast. Yep. Yep. Web, uh, website, YouTube channel, uh, social media. I thought you were going to call him Muley Slayer 1 and Mark Smith is going to smack the <laughs> shit out of you. Well, and so then many, Henry would too. But There's yeah. so many Muley this and that. There's a lot of Muley's. Yeah, yeah. My, my name was uh, Muley Assassin when I first got on Instagram. And I thought, That's you fitting. know what? It's too close. Yeah. It was just too close, so I just had to change it. I had to go to my... To my Native American name, uh, <laughs> Big Chief Wackabuck. Big Chief Wackabuck. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't even have to look at your name when I saw that. I'm like, that's Henry. <laughs> uh, by the way, Mark, if you're listening to this podcast, get rid of the overalls, buddy. I saw your video. Yeah, I just don't think. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Henry's making some funny faces. Dude, no, and- <laughs> that was that was funny. I, I was I, I thought that there was going to be a jug. Yeah, <laughs> good video though. It was cool watching it, but uh, it was it was cool. I, I like the concept a lot. Of course, I love me some Mark, man. He's a cool guy. He's and you know what? He's been killing stuff longer than I have. So, well, I can't say anything because I'm wearing plaid now. So I know I uh, he's going to be firing off jokes at me for wearing it's, uh, plaid. It's in my notes to bring up for later. <laughs> for, yeah. I did have overalls on uh, the first light. Uh, sweat your balls off overalls. Um, down there in Alabama, there was the one bibs. tree stand was a solid 800 yard walk. Believe it or not, yeah, bad move on my part wearing those down to that. <laughs> I was, a little overheating issue. Well, there. I cooked my oatmeal down in my crotch by the time. I <laughs> Jesus, it was hot. It was just, <laughs> oh, Lord. That sounds terrible. Yeah. True story. Some almonds and sliced cashews. Oh Lord, <laughs> but yeah, you were in a climber for that one too, weren't you? And yeah, and it was one of those uh, trees with long. Uh, peely bark so the the band on the climber would get hung up and so then I'd have to squat reach around pull the bark off I was sweating I mean sweating and of course all that work and I, and I missed uh, the buck when it came in but whatever you missed one no you, yours didn't stop walking the first morning I had a buck walk by and <laughs> I'm basing this off our first trip the first trip <laughs> we'd have deer come in they'd mill around a little bit they'd hang out well I see this buck coming through the trees I'm like sweet I'll have a chance to kind of wait for him to calm down and, and draw my bow well the fucking thing walks right past me I'm like what the <laughs> he didn't I, stop he didn't huh? stop when, he didn't stop at all did, and I, did I told you grunt him, at him no that doesn't work in, that doesn't you, work you don't there. do those kind of types like, of stuff. I can tell you I, do you want a list of places that doesn't work <laughs> yeah. because I can give you a long list of places where I've <laughs> tried that man yeah. man like I was Michael Waddell man I mean I delivered it perfectly <laughs> and those bucks still just gone kept on going no the elk yelled behind you nailed it and the deer still didn't stop yeah. <laughs> yeah there's crackheads down there it um it's a good experience to go down because it does you're not going to find a more skittish whitetail you know so it does get you you know ready to not move around so much in the tree i've had definitely had to ratchet down my movement because i'm definitely a look with your body not your eyes guy you know <laughs> Squirrel, <laughs> and then you know they say you hear a snap. Don't jerk your head back. Yeah, that's not Dude, me. I'm so what? hard to do that. <laughs> that's, that's called human nature. Yeah, that's exactly. not something you're gonna overcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord. So what are we gonna talk about today? We talked a little bit the other day about uh, briefly. We were driving down the road. Um, yeah. What were you thinking? Uh, field tested gear. Yeah. And time tested gear. Yeah. And uh, I mean, my one of my 
pet peeves is guys who get Hey, we're at Kafaru. We'll use backpack as an example. I just got a brand new backpack. It's my go-to pack now. Well, dude, speaking of that, last summer there was a forum. I don't know which forum it was, or it wasn't a forum. It was one of those uh, Facebook pages. Like it wasn't. It was like Western Hunter or something. And the guy said, "Best backpack I've ever had." And it was a fucking backpack with the tag with still it on. Still had it. its yeah. tags on. Literally. It. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, and we we're pretty open minded, even though obviously we we work at Kafaru. I guess like, I'm not. Uh, well, no, I mean open minded. Of you don't have to say Kafaru's the best, right? Well, sure, I mean sure. everybody's got their own special flavor, but we, um, you know, I've had a few people screw up and send blanket, or maybe they didn't screw up, but um, you know, applications uh, to be on our pro staff, which we don't have one, but uh, but he accidentally sent it to multiple companies. And uh, and then you know our first question is, have you used the product? Because generally, like as it should be, yeah, yeah. We 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 will tell people like usually what we'll do is, you know, if you're a known person, you got a sphere of influence, we'll give you a discount, and then we build a long lasting sure. relationship or whatever. Um, and most guys, one they call it, they screw up the name um, pretty badly, which everyone does that. But Kufari, then, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Can you name one pack that we carry? <laughs> Not one, not one pack. So those kind of things where I'm like, and then the next thing you know, I'll see the same guy a week later with whoever picked him up. That one's the best. Not even used the pack yet. Well, so it was, it's it pre- was free. It's so pretty yeah, easy it to spot to, to spot those people out because you'll get the email from them and then it'll have all, whatever pro staffs they're already on in their email. And you're like, huh? Yeah. I don't, so yeah. Is that I don't not, know about this Is guy. that not what we should be doing? <laughs> Preferably no. Preferably no. Uh, but my, my biggest <clears throat> pet peeve, though, is, is the guys who are – because I, I feel that we all kind of have some responsibility on social media or on forums, rather, you know, wherever we're sharing our opinions. I almost said spouting our opinions, but sharing our opinions. And, you know, if we say, hey – I believe in this pack or these are my favorite boots. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, if the boots still have all the tread on them, (laughs) you may not have put enough miles in to really be able to speak with, you know, any authority on that. And that's what, that's what gets me is I, you know, I mean, for myself, I got a new pack this year and I haven't gotten a new pack in several years. You've had a 2200 or a 2800 since Christ was a kid. Well, I, I did have, I still have that 2800, but I, I had a clutch that I've used. Well, actually, for the last, Henry like, Mormon, Joseph Smith was a kid. There you go. Well, <laughs> you know, it is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. You can, you know, they, they both still work. So, yeah. um, oh, but uh, yeah, so we, you know, I, I don't change equipment a lot. In fact, the, I, I listened I, to our last podcast. You shot the same release since I think Christ milled it out for you. That, that might have been. Yeah, that might have been. It was. Uh, it's it's going on fifteen plus years now, but it's uh, it's 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 earned its spot in my quiver. I'll yeah. say that, and that's and that's kind of what I was getting at. You know, is having products earn their spot. So I mean, for me, I'd use that Badlands clutch for. A long time. Hold yeah. out like twenty animals with it yeah. between myself and my hunting party that I uh, group that I hunt with. And this year I got a new pack, and I literally got it the night before we went on a Boy Scout backpacking trip. Yeah. And so if you haven't ever been on a Boy Scout backpacking trip, I'll give you just a quick overview of it. <laughs> you carry all of your gear in, <laughs> yeah. and then coming out, you got a bunch of boys who are just wrecked. They have just 
done a so bit more than they had it's planned. It's a lot like hunting. You're carrying so heavier they, on the way out. Yeah, you, you come out heavy. You <laughs> yeah. go in light and you come out heavy. Absolutely. So I came out quite heavy. And uh, in fact, I got about a mile down the trail heading back. We were up in the Chicago Basin. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can talk openly about that. I don't hunt there. It doesn't uh, matter anyway. There's a train that goes to it. So... Dude, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The train stops six miles away from the basin. Six miles and 3,000 vertical feet away from the basin. I, I went in there and scouted goat, goats once and didn't really put two and two together initially. And I got dressed up before I left. Uh-huh. And uh, I got the 95 strapped to the side tripod. I would be nervous too. I'm in a sleeveless rock slide shirt. I'm not in camo, camo, but yeah. Pax camo. Bad move, bad move. A lot of lot of leaf flickers going up on that train. It was. Uh, I, I, well, let's see here. <laughs> of of the probably, I I wouldn't even know what to guess. Uh, maybe 150, 200 people that were back in there at that time. Yeah. I was the only person with a camo pack. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I assumed that everybody else, as they were walking by and looking at it, it was a look of jealousy. Yeah. That's, that's how I choose to look at it. I love your pack. Yeah. Man, that guy's cool. Look at that pack. <laughs> you know, hey, I, I understand. That's, but, uh, but you know, I, I put some miles in on it there, a uh, bunch of scouting trips, then hauled out three three animals with it this year. So now... I feel like I can speak with some level of expertise on that pack. You know, I know the ins and outs of it. and But it, it's when I first got it, I, it wasn't the best pack I'd ever owned. It yeah. was just a cool pack that I was looking forward to trying, trying out. out. Yeah, but I mean, it's – so now I can talk about and say, hey, I, I think that thing carries loads real well. Carried out half my wife's elk. Carried out a deer. Another well, year, you know. I mean, it's. I, I posted this morning that knife sharpener. I got it last night, and mm-hmm. I posted it as such. I said, "Hey, for those who are sharpening impaired like myself, this seems pretty dummy proof." Yeah. And I'm throwing it to the court. Like, I'm digging it. I sharpen my knives, but then people can give feedback. I didn't want to get on there and oh, say, they "Will yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah." I didn't want to get on there and say, "Hey, this uh, knife sharpener is awesome." I've whatever, because then people think already I've used it forever. Yeah, when it showed up yesterday at noon. Yeah, but sharpened some knives last night, this morning, and I'm thinking, I, I, I kind of like it. I'm wondering what, yeah. and it looks like everybody had liked it. And and I and Frank is way worse than me. In fact, he never even. I mean, you have to buy those ones, the what? veins. Which veins? The oh, the, the super super spines. spines. Yeah. And I was telling him to shoot. Uh, the hell are they? Uh, stealth Max. This, yeah, Max Stealths. And Frank's like, no, I like these. Those super spines are awesome. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> used them for years. That's what Frank's. Frank's like, no, I'm using these, and and we have companies that'll send us pretty much anything. And yeah. uh, Frank just keeps pretty much what you're. You got the same site. You probably was mine that Dan Whittington got from me. And I sold still to have you. it. It's a Tommy Hawk. Yeah, it's, it's it's over there. But now I have two Hawk Fathers now. Yeah, yeah. He just uses what he's now. Me, I use. I'm a gear junkie. I go through everything. But unless you go through that, and that's what I try to explain to people: don't go off of what I'm wearing that day. Yeah, because it'll be different tomorrow. But if I don't use all of it. How can I intelligently say what's better or what might be better for that's you? That's an excellent point. That's an yeah. excellent point because that's just it. I mean, if you haven't used a few other things, 
you really have no right to be talking about if it's good or you know well, something's good or bad. Yeah, or yeah. the best. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, and what and you and I talked about this the other day was uh, you know the 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 kid and, and again nobody you know get butt hurt over this all right this is just things that have happened and it happens daily you get the guy that walks in an archery range isn't on social media has killed more shit than smallpox yeah and he goes up to the 19 year old kid that maybe he shot a cow or a spike or a big bull the year before and he shot it with uh i'm gonna hurt your feelings we'll here. just call him a resident expert yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh 309 i know you shoot light arrows but a 390 grain arrow and a mechanical head that's yeah, unethical mine and, are 398 <laughs> <laughs> and the guy that walks in is killed 70 elk and he's shot a 550 grain and a fixed blade but that kid's telling him he's wrong because yeah. and there's no necessarily wrong or right but you really there's definitely a wronger and a writer if the writer has shot 70 and the wronger has shot one absolutely and and that's the thing that i try to explain to even some of our pro staffers as they promote our stuff is hey if you have questions when in doubt say this is the only pack i've owned there you know, you or this is without this, without question. You know, I've used a couple before this, but this was so good, I didn't want to get another. Don't because the thing I love is a guy that hops on and says Stone Glacier's the best, Kafaru's the best, um, and they've only used the one. Now you can have fine print in there. It's the best I've ever owned. Yeah, and but, that's and you know the fact is with social media being what it is, let's just take Instagram for example. If you have a question about what the person has used in the past, all you have to do is take your thumb and swipe it up. And <laughs> yeah. You can see his, see yeah. the previous pictures. Yep. And if you see that, you know, he doesn't have a hunting picture previous to like 2016. Yeah. This may not be the authoritative voice that you're looking for. Yeah. And, and you know, we're talking about this. So, one, people kind of have an idea of who they get their info from, obviously. And then, two, I think that it's uh, just because of the way somewhat the industry's going with the, the guys that are bought and paid for. And you're always going to have, like, we've got a crew of Kafaru guys. You've got sure. buddies, Badlands guys. You've oh, got yeah. Exo guys, Stone Glacier guys. And, and I like that because you always want to support the people that have supported it's you. It's kind of a brotherhood, yeah. Yeah, and that doesn't bug me. Where it I get a little bit more Twitter-pated is when it um, optics companies are the worst, will pay you uh, an obscene amount of money to promote their stuff when it is blatantly not as good as, I mean, let's face it, the, the top tree are Swaro's Ice and, and Leica. Yeah. Um, I would say right behind that's going to be like a Maven um, is going to be, you know, pretty damn close to them. And then you've got Vortex, Leupold, uh, Brunton, or not Brunton, um, uh, Steiner, you know, companies like that. I'm probably missing some here. But you're never going to have uh, one of those unless – I mean, that's something kind of miracle happens. Catapult ahead of the big three. They may be close, but very unlikely. Yeah, and so anyone that's promoting those over the big three is is probably being paid or hasn't looked through the big three. And you run Swaros, or I know you have. Some. I've got a I've got a pair of, of SLCs. Yeah, love them. And by the way, that is an un paid for response because <laughs> nobody pays me anything yeah. to talk about their optics in a positive way because 
nobody gives me any deals on optics. So I've, I've <laughs> well, and I can tell you from Frank and I'm I's, open to it. Anybody, Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I am for hire. I'm available. My everybody you listening. <laughs> we, well, we and everything we don't have. We're in a different boat, but oh, yeah. I try to let people yeah. know we don't. We don't. We're you in guys the, try them all. We don't pay for anything. Thank God. Um, or Frank wouldn't have a new bumper. Everyone, you see his bumper? Oh. By the way, Frank, baller, right? That is solid. That's solid. Like when I drop them rims on there. When I, I drove shout up. out to Chris Molina for those rims. What, what are you going on the rims? You going 22s? No. Going to go some low I'm pros? Not, I'm not going Pueblo status. They tens. They're keeping them clean, though. They're 17s. Oh, 17s. This come is on, dude. an off-road got, vehicle. I've got 18s, and I'm 44 years old. I mean, come on, man. That's, I don't know what I've got. I'm but, trying to uh, build a mall crawler like Nick Schmidt. Oh yeah, <laughs> I I can't uh, I can't drive mine anywhere that I ever want to go to again. So, uh, yep. Frank, yeah, mine mine uh, mine is the decoy vehicle, which worked last year twice. Um, I got three messages last year. Hey, saw your truck over on. Yeah. I'm like, oh, never mind. Gonna make some changes. <laughs> oh yeah, no, and I mean, that's definitely. Frank and I talked about purchasing a Subaru like I had before and throwing some coexist stickers on there. That backcountry little goat thing. Oh yeah, and uh, I don't even know what that's for, but I know that it's required equipment if you have a Subaru. That's <laughs> backcountry.com gives out those stickers when you order something, and it's like a that's yak or something. Is. Okay, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, I don't have any stickers on my Forerunner. Zero, not even a Kafara sticker. Well, he, does, he is going to put a spam sticker on there. Though. I might do that. Oh, that's yeah. you got to be a little too telling though. You might as well put this is. Frank Peralta's yeah. forerunner. I was thinking and about I'm like hunting. a nice side decal spam. Oh, well, if they're paying me, money. bro. Well, it's hey. the best meat out there. Um, okay. It's, I guess it's meat. Yeah. <laughs> we had, what was it? What did I say? If you wanted to, if you wanted to eat more lips and assholes, you'd go home. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one. Yeah, don't, definitely don't have your family listen to this one. Yeah. Um, I actually got a Rogan text me last night, and he goes, "Dude, I'm so happy you cuss." He, he goes, I, "I can't, I can't handle the beeps. It just drives me crazy." And I'm like, "Yeah, we haven't had to edit anything out yet." Um, but, uh, but yeah, and, and Rogan actually talked to me, not to name drop him, but he has talked about like the hunting industry and how fake it kind of is. Well, there's a lot fake, of bought but... and paid for opinions. There's there's no question about yeah. that. I mean, not that I, and I'm sure hunting's not alone in that. I'm sure if you're in golf that, you know, there's just as many golfers saying, man, I was a 28 handicap. I don't know. Is that good or bad? I, I don't know. I don't golf, but never, never golf. Um, most of us, we've got the golf in this happy Gilmore. Yeah. I was going to say happy Gilmore or a windmill or a clown's mouth. And if none of those three are involved, then neither am I. So, but uh, you know, there's a lot of opinions that I'm sure are bought and paid for in, in any industry that where there's a lot of hobbyists. And that's basically what we are. We're just, we're really passionate about our gear because it's what we use. It's where we chose to spend our money or, yeah, you know, time and everything. Yeah, else, and I mean, yeah. hey, even if you're even if you're insta famous and you've got seven hundred thousand followers because you look good in a bikini, you know, at some point you had to buy some gear. We, so, uh, I think we that goes back to talked about that frequently. That goes back to you can check through people's photos and see what they're using the year prior because maybe they do have experience exactly. and maybe they have used whatever. But you look back and they're using someone else's product the year before and then someone else's product the year before. And they're saying this is all, all of a sudden the best. Yeah. It's and a good, good, it's pretty you telling. Know, and and, and the, you have to kind of weed through some of that too, because some of those people are just 
experimenting and they're trying to go through and they're like, okay, I tried this pack. Then I upgraded to that pack. Then I went to that pack. And, and sure, there's some of that out there, but a lot of it is I tried this pack and they wouldn't sponsor me. So I <laughs> moved yeah. to that pack. Well, I can say firsthand because I jump ship from one thing to another so much that I've gotten some not some, a lot of hate mail of guys saying, well, what's the best? You said this was the best last month. And I'm like, really? Because well, I've never said is, anything's the best. You're in <laughs> you're in a position where your opinion does count. And yeah. it matters more than, I mean, hey, it matters a heck of a lot more not, and mine does because, I mean, dude, look, Instagram followers. <laughs> <laughs> but I think my- I think my, He's my, only got me beat by like 45,000 or something <laughs> like that. It's close. Yeah. It's real, real close. There. My, my point with those guys is like, hey, guys, I, I used all of this so I could tell you what yeah. I think you should get. Like I- I, and I was being a smart ass in the tree stand. I had ASAT, Sitka. Oh, man. And uh, uh, WSI <laughs> and First Light on all at one time. I actually screenshotted that because that was on my <laughs> list of things we needed to talk about that I don't even understand how any self-respecting animal would allow itself <laughs> to die with somebody who's wearing – I mean, I'm seeing First Light. Four. I'm seeing Sitka. There's First Light, Sitka, ASAT, wow. and WSI. Yep, saw the ASAT. Oh, seeing WSI. I'm not I'm not insidery enough to even know what that is. But That's uh, a bunch of fairly good-looking women wearing really tight clothing uh, that's made of bamboo. Man, I mean, look at oh, that. Oh, that's that, what – Look yeah. at all those patterns. I got to say, it just disappears though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know, right? I, I'm telling you, I Actually, did screenshot these. That's dude. all that's, the same. That's all first light. Uh, it's there. all first light, but it's it, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think I might see cipher and fusion and fusion. I was trying to get the deer all fucked up. <laughs> yeah, they looked up in the tree and they're like, "I think I'm on drugs. What's yeah. going I, on here? I see a top half in this, and I see a bottom half. Ah. That one buck looked at me. He's like, and no you've got 47,000 followers? Exactly. You are wrong. And exactly. I put an arrow through his lungs. But well, you had to put an end to that. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but that, uh, that, I mean, it's a good, you know, I mean, a good, like, if I had to pick an intermediate layer, um, well, Frank, like, um, like an intermediate fleece, what would you pick? Ooh, man, I like that. Uh well, now that First Light has that hooded um, Halstead fleece, yeah. I like that. But I also like the Sitka Fanatic hoodie as yeah. well. And then I also like the Cryptek hoodie. So I don't know. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to choose. There's so, a bunch of stuff that works out per, well. Prime example, you've there got is. there the, truly is. You've got the First Light. Um, I, I call it the Halstead hoodie. It actually has a name. Uh, they just came out with. You've got the Sitka heavyweight core crew hoodie you've got the sitka fanatic hoodie you've got the asat um, <laughs> badlands flex hoodie i can't got... say anything i've never used any of that but the, Should. all the cool kids are doing it the, uh, <laughs> you and mark uh the asat what's the woodbury what's it called um, not woodbury that's it highwood highwood um and then i wear it swazi. sounded like a country club somewhere yeah. exactly <laughs> i've got the swazi the hood and if you had to ask me which one the best, fuck, I don't know. They're all really good. I, all of them do the same thing. They're all basically copied off of Patagonia R1 hoodie. Well, the cool thing <laughs> is right now, there are a lot of good choices. Mm -hmm. There's oh, a yeah. lot of good options out there in all kinds of gear. Yeah. Hey, but not to interrupt, when you turn your head, that's a forward-firing mic. So I kind of lose you. So when, you, when I go like this, you don't hear me quite as well. Okay. Not yeah. as well. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. I've, I've, so you're going to have to use your eyes, not your body, to talk to Frank. We've been through this a, a ton. <laughs> Frank, go ahead and talk into the microphone. <laughs> I have heard that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I have heard that. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. Right. But yeah, a couple, you know, we talked on the last podcast. I, when I 
switch bow brands. Yeah. I went out and shot all of them. Yeah. Not most of them. I shot all of them I could get my hands on. And the funny thing was, I think I could have chosen any of my top four and been perfectly happy. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of good gear out there right now. There's good camo out there. There's good packs out there. Choose what works for you. Yep. And use it. Well, and that's I, just it. I mean, use it. Use it a lot. I think that uh, when you talk about bows, I did the same thing when I picked up Prime. My thing was the tunability. That's what. Oh man, that was the big one because I was able to fire a bullet hole bear shaft with next to no tuning. Right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. just eyeballing it basically. So that that's. I mean, the draw cycle was great. I, I liked the way that the I like a solid peg or a solid wall. But yeah. anyway, so that's one I shot. Um, you know, as far as like. Uh, uh, Let's say mechanicals. Yeah. I don't know how many mechanicals. Now um, we're in my wheelhouse. Well, Here we uh, go. <laughs> I'm not sure how many grave diggers, but this is a great example. Grave diggers and kill zones we've sold, but it's significant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they suck now. They, 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 they switch See, metal. That's, that's the unfortunate thing. I mean, when you change, you know, a company has to stay true to who they are. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's the bottom line. Well, and, and, and I don't know what had happened, but we shoot so much. We don't shoot broadheads at Bear Creek, but we were breaking broadheads at a range frequently into a Reinhardt target. And it was like, before we'd break some, you know, every, you know, we'd fire it 30 times and a life expectancy oh, yeah. of a mechanical isn't that long. Uh, but this was like second arrow blades off, broken. Time. Yeah. And I'm like... And the color of the broadhead had changed, and that was a good way to tell. Well, and that that's a pretty good indication that they'd e they've either changed what they're hardening it with or they've changed the metal itself. And one way or the other, it was not changes good. Changes not always good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it got to a point um, I shot – I ended up shooting, if you can believe this, because I'm a with a compound. I'm, I'm more of a mechanical guy by far. I was able to get um, cutthroats and iron wheels to hit good at distance, and yeah. uh, I ended up shooting my buck with a cutthroat in, in Alberta. And the, I, you know, I try to explain to people. To me, there's a um, kind of a, a border of when you should really look at a mechanical, and will re really when you should look at a, a fixed blade, meaning the animal you're hunting, the poundage, the arrow weight, and and. You know, there's a certain about the point you're at to me is the the line where you can go either way. Yeah. Um, now you can shoot good, so that makes a big difference. Where most people with your setup, I would tell them actually to shoot a cut on contact fixed blade broadhead if they can get it to tune. The problem is the art of tuning is kind of gone, right? Well, like, it is an art. <laughs> it's a lost art, really. And it's there's a lot. Of, I think there's a lot of misinformation out there right now. Oh, you on think? Dude, I watch and, YouTube just to laugh sometimes. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> there's a lot of people who have a have very loyal followings and pretty large followings, talking about and pushing their method of tuning. And I, I I've never really gotten a bow to respond well. Yeah. With that method. Yeah. You know, and that's but that's Ooh. that's something that again, you know, I I mean, through my experience, I've shot a lot of arrows downrange and I know what works for me. Yeah. And I'm always I I'm always of the opinion that I, I mean, there was a guy that used to come into the shop and I swear they finally started charging the guy for paper because he was a chronic paper tuner. Oh Lord. It was like a hobby of his and <laughs> but he was an electrician and you know, I mean those guys are really detailed and that's Especially he was, he's an engineer electrician yeah. yeah and he was he was very passionate about straight arrow flight 
like yeah. amazingly so. And my my opinion and my theory has always been you'd be a lot better off working on your shot, working yeah. on your shot, your form, your execution. And if you get that detail down perfect, then a good tune is enough. Yeah. That's my opinion. No, and I don't I don't get I don't get now if you're shooting in asterisks before I get hate mail for something you said, and I can speak for Henry, I'm sure on this. If you're <laughs> yeah, shooting send it, all that hate mail to uh, Aaron <laughs> Snyder, one <laughs> uh, <laughs> If you're shooting a two inch wide fixed blade broadhead, maybe not. But for the most part, that's enough usually. I mean, especially yeah. with a mechanical with fixed blades, a little bit different. But oh, sure, sure. I, again, like uh, I don't know if you remember that year I won the state field shoot. I was shooting 2312s with 85 grain hot points. Absolutely. And Dude, uh, who wasn't? The those nice aluminum points that rounded over yeah. if you hit somebody <laughs> else's knock. I, I was shooting uh but they were expensive. They were expensive so and that's I how they made those, up for it. I called them Randy Omer knocks, but Randy yep. started the little green bastards they're the about that tall. Tuna knocks. Great way to dry fire your bow. Um <laughs> I was shooting those and when I went to the range after I won I think I was tearing about four inches left, like bad out of the bow. Uh, now, not a broadhead, but I, I was hitting where, and I, I group tuned. I never paper tuned. Yeah. I, I group tuned, and it grouped great. With even with as much, and this is where, like Frank, hits me go on rants with FOC. FOC is yeah. important, but to there's a, a yeah. lot of money has been won with low FOC, and when I mean low, like. 50 grain hot points That's, back in the I, day. Well, and I didn't, you had I didn't draw 12s. that. Yeah, I shot the 2212s <laughs> with 50 grain aluminum glue-in points that yeah. literally, if you looked at them wrong, they yeah. were mushroom. <laughs> well, you know those T's that hold the the, the targets in? Mm -hmm. You hit one of those, it would it would now be a U that you could <laughs> yeah. like start a fire with rope. It was um, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. But – the, the tuning thing. Uh, but that's what the equipment dictated we use back then because yeah. the bows weren't as fast. And if you wanted to get to that 280, 290, you know, 280, 286, yeah. um, you know, speed limit, then that's what we had to shoot. And that's where you and I were at at that time because pretty much every tournament we shot was 288, but it was plus yep. or minus 3%. And I was shooting, uh, what were those? veins that came out um the dura veins Dura-Vane. probably yeah yep. i was yeah. shooting inch and three quarter dura veins and f i think i was shooting 80 grains up front on a 2312 uh super swedges back in the day carbon sucked back then they gold tip had just well, I'll tell you what once that on it. once that spun carbon the true layered carbons came out yeah it changed the game yeah it, man it could, am i glad well, <laughs> how, I, how long ago was this 99, 2000, Back in 2001. Back yeah. <laughs> when I was in the fourth grade. You were shooting a Martin. Shut up. Yeah, I know. I know. I'd say I'm old, but you're Frank, older than I am. Frank, but... don't you have something else you need to be doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> Should you be like down at Cherry Creek chasing cougars or something? Oh, that's, that's not a bad idea. I know. We can't bring up the cougar anymore. He lost her. Oh. So you are truly cougar hunting again. I'm back on the prowl. <laughs> Ladies, if you're listening, Frank's gainfully employed, disease-free, makes a hell of a tortilla. And from what I, I can understand, make you can only sandwich. get syphilis once. Am I, <laughs> yeah. am I right on that, Frank? <laughs> I couldn't believe you said Party thoughts. Uh, yeah. the, uh, we can test this theory. <laughs> but that was the, uh, the day you were shooting a Martin, I think, when I first met you. Um, uh, probably a Matthews. No, you went. You had a Martin first. 
I'm See, positive. It high country. Yeah, high country. High country. Yep. Yeah, because I, I hadn't shot Martin since. Oh, I, there's a picture you showed me of you shooting a Martin in high school. Dude, dude he looked like it was vanilla an ice. <laughs> and uh, what was that? Hanging tough. Whoa. I shouldn't sing on here. New kids on the block. Yeah, he oh. looked like new kids on the block. You got that photo, Henry? Yeah. <laughs> Actually. Sure. Yeah, he got more ass than a toilet seat with that haircut. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but that was like a fast bow then was 310 IBO. Oh, no. And that was maybe. a fast bow. But maybe. The Hoyt Viper, the PSC Carrera were the two one two that I remember that came out and I had a Viper and a red line, a striker two with a red line cam. Yep. And you had a Matthews. That was I Matthews. I actually saw a guy shooting a Hoyt uh striker in the at no limits the other day oh yeah and i'm like man that bow has had some birthdays <laughs> i i won that that tournament we we're just talking about with the power tech at 80 pounds just basically go, dry fire that's what the, the cool kids look like back in 90. <laughs> <laughs> that's some swagger there hey frank you have the pink shorts on what uh what year were you born 88 Oh, you were two when, I, when that picture was taken. Two <laughs> years old. Look at Henry over here, straight baller. Oh, oh yeah. No, believe me, I've seen it. So I've known Henry since 98, I think, 99. Yeah, something right in there. I remember because I wasn't very good, and I remember I'd walk, because you would usually, you'd be at least in the top three, and I'd walk over and I'd shoot a score that I thought was good, and then I'd ask Henry, and I'd be like, damn it, and because uh, his would be better. Um and I mean, and he's kind of in the position where we we're the same age then as you are now, basically, roughly, or a little bit younger. Um, oh, the good old days. And uh, that was like for me to shoot a three hundred with high fifty X's was unachievable at oh, that yeah. time. And Frank the other day was like, "So the guys that win hit the white circle every time," and I'm like, "No, dude, they hit no. the X." Yeah. And I told, I said, when I was shooting indoors a lot, if I shot like a 57, 58X, that was not a great day. Like you just go home at a tournament, at a big tournament. Um, and, and, but then when we, you and I both, per, well, actually, I got a, he got target panic. So I got ahead of him there for a while. Now he probably gets <laughs> shit out bad. of me, but yeah, I, he could still, it, Sorry, but there were good days and bad days. With that <laughs> hinge, yeah, I've never seen one shoot that accurate with somebody that would grab the hinge and just <laughs> and refit, and he'd hit the twelve, and I'm like, how's that even physically possible? <laughs> but I'm not like a full on seizure with that that hinge, and then you got a handle on it, and yeah, it took it took a long time. Though. You never shot bad; you just had target panic. Uh, I actually, I actually had a, a period there where I shot bad. It was it. And was it, I traveling the world at that yeah, time? Yeah, and okay. it was. I, I basically got into a scared straight program. It was either <laughs> I fixed this, or I was just going to go into a life of crime or something. I mean, because you know, I enjoy archery way too much for it to just drive me crazy you yeah. were there when i got it because yeah. fat carlos was there hector tipped and it was at a team shoot yeah and dude i went from i mean i'm not gonna say i was unbeatable because i would tipped in would beat me and 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 uh palagrino could but i shot good yeah but you know it's target panic is no respecter of persons it, it, it beat will my ass like a rented mule uh, honestly <laughs> and, and honestly i think those who haven't faced it yet uh, what you can go one of two ways. Either you haven't faced it yet, and if you haven't, it's because you either don't care enough about archery that it really, truly matters to yeah. you, or perhaps you're one of the really lucky ones and you got a good coach when you first got started and, and that's and got what, you started on the right down the right path. That's what helped me. And now, because I, I uh, 
some of the things Joel Turner talks about with uh, shot IQ mm-hmm. um, do not um, affect me. It, it's it's not it does not it does not fit in my shooting category. Well, it manifests right? itself differently for every personality type. Well, and even now, now I've got a handle. I don't think I'll ever get it again. I could, but I mean, I know now the symptoms. I know the signs. Can you get it for Tread? Fuck yeah, you can get it for Tread. <laughs> Why do you have think you half ever... the guys have clickers on their bows? Oh, dude, yeah, I guess you, you're right. you, you they're trying not, to outsmart Well, I guess Joel it. is a, a Tread guy. Dude, you have not yeah. lived until you've shot some type of a turn with a trad guy with target panic because as he's raising up or down and he's just letting them go a lot of them will see the hoof and they're letting her buck so last saturday we shot up in cheyenne and they've got an indoor 3d triple crown that they do and it uh there was a group next to us there were three guys uh, three trad guys on that on that target and i watched them i love watching people shoot it's it's like a, it's it's like people watching in Boulder. I'm really the same is. way. Yeah. yeah, I love watching people shoot bows because, and and I love watching how different ways of going about it can still get good results. Yeah, and so one of the guys was money. He was good. Yeah. an older guy, and he's obviously been shooting trad for a while. Had really good control over his shot. It was really had a consistent follow through, consistent execution. The other guy that he was shooting with. Um, his anchor was somewhere between three to five inches in front of his mouth. Oh Lord. I, I'm not exaggerating. And it, and I, as I watched him throughout the day, it varied greatly. I mean, wildly. <laughs> and it, it, to me, I, I thought that guy, that guy needs a clicker. Yeah. That guy needs a clicker. That guy needs a coach. Yeah. And he needs a hug. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I think all three of those things would, would really help him out. But you know, until then, he first of all you're you're robbing yourself and I'm stop me if I'm wrong on this but on trad bows you're not getting much power if you're not pulling that thing back yeah, that and then the in so I'm probably gonna get a clicker on mine because I have a problem with overdrawing okay um, which I found yeah. out on deer um, it's, it's the guns when I when I drew <laughs> when I drew the arrow back to my broadhead which I didn't even think was humanly possible how my arms grew I don't <laughs> know but like hit the back of the riser or something dude I t- well and, and and senior has ingrained into my brain Tom senior um, you know the same back tension type where mm-hmm. you're pulling through yeah well if you're so in my case. If, if you know what you've walked into with the trad boat, right, and you know what it's going to take to um, execute a shot correctly with an animal in front of you and I have, you know, my, my mental checks list and you're maybe overdo that and maybe draw the bow slightly farther back than humanly possible, you're going to shoot high probably, right? So I'm like... Too much Yeti that how morning. How the hell did that... Yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I was like, how the hell did I even do that? So I'm, I'm going to get one just because I don't really ever collapse, but I'll yeah. overdraw, well, which I, is just as bad. I, I think, you know, and I mean, hey, for compounds, we have a back wall. Yeah. We know where... We know when we've hit full draw. Yeah. There's no question. But yeah, I... I don't think that's a bad idea. I mean, well, and when I shoot farther shots, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, this is weekend we shot golden and, and uh, I said, like, hey, let's shoot from the normal stakes. And Paul said, yeah, that'll last about two targets. And that's about <laughs> how long it lasted. And we're back at 60, um, 40 to 60, you know, well, he had the compound, but um, and I noticed I'm, I was drawn I, and I fixed it quickly, but I was overdrawing at farther shots gotcha. and pulling, you know, pulling farther than I should be through. So. It, it, it makes a huge difference. And uh, I will say I did shoot my ass off on Sunday, but I think Saturday Paul kicked 
Paul kicked the shit out of us. It was it looked like he had a compound in his well, head. And the funny it. thing is, you're talking about overdrawing it, and you see with compound guys, the longer the longer the shot distance, the mm-hmm. more likely somebody is to want to help the arrow, yeah. help the bow get corrective it there. bow arming. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. fact <laughs> is, that bow is perfectly capable of putting the arrow right where you do it. Yeah, if you pull it back the same way and you release it the exact same time. It's going to put the whole arrow in the same hole every time. Well, and you we've, trust it. We've seen it that, um, and including, I mean, you and I have had it happen on a sh- like a shoot down round or a shoot off. Oh man, yeah. You bury your face in the string more. You'll grip a little more. Left, your heart rate's no up. No quicker way to get left and right arrows out of that. Yeah. Yep. And that's the one thing you'll notice is the more you bury into that string, you're not centering your peep mm-hmm. accurately or, e- or or the same every time to your housing, and you're going to get lefts and rights. Um, well. Well, and part of that too, if, if you're really getting that string in buried deep into your nose, or maybe it's going into your cheek or something, oscillation of the string. Yeah, you're yep. putting a natural bend in the string, and that just has no way of being repeatable. When you were talking about like watching like, shooters, and uh, I was in a different um, state, and I was shooting a 3D tournament a few years ago, and uh, I was shooting, and immediately a guy's group of guys said, "Hey, do you." want to jump in with us and they do the same thing you and I do they can see I can shoot and I've watched guys come into ranges and been like that guy's gonna lay it down today like he's doing everything he should be doing and he doesn't look nervous at all he can shoot you know and yeah and uh they were super cool guys they just had me jump in and you can tell really quickly by just watching a guy's form his release his bow arm his setup you can tell i mean some guys can fake it and they'll have a really great setup and really shitty form some guys will have great form and maybe their setup isn't as good and then you get the rare occasional guy that just he's got it all and uh well you know when you have a guy like that it is it is cool gillingham is a good example of uh now, you don't know what he's going to shoot between Monday and Friday, um, which release or whatever. Could be five different setups, but <laughs> he's I, shooting them all good. It's but crazy. You, know what? you don't know anybody who's putting more time into it. Yeah. And the reason he's shooting all those things is because he's his mind's always working on something. It's going, oh, this is going to help. This is it. This is it. Dude, he told me once about tuning, right? And yeah. uh, when he finally got done, I was like, Tim, there's no fucking way I got time for that. You want yeah. me to bear shaft tune 48 arrows? Yeah. And because uh, I, I do. We and he genuinely does it. Oh, he wasn't lying. It's crazy. So he was, I was telling you how to do correctly. You spin it. You mark the bat into your arrow. You cut off of either end. Cut off either end. I guess yeah. we're going to teach people some things today. So the best thing to do if you're cutting your arrows down is spin it beforehand. Take a Sharpie. If both ends are wobbling a little more, cut them off of both ends. If one end's wobbling a little more cut that end off and then you basically put her together uh without veins and you shoot every arrow through the paper uh you're at that point you're checking your spine but more or less consistent spine um some guys go as far as to see which way their arrow rotates coming off the bow without yeah that's a new one and i've i'll be honest i've been i've been thinking about that and i'm getting ready to get some new arrows in i thought maybe i'll try that but when i get them and I thought, you know what? If it comes in and I have to order a new clamp for my jig, oh. it's a no-go for so, me. <laughs> so the gateway, I sh- I'm shooting gateway feathers and I'm talking to the guy for the owner for gateway yesterday because uh-huh. I wanted 
some left wing those bat are, wing. Those are chicken, chicken left feathers. wing chicken feathers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, they were. I well, first I said, look, I need very high quality chickens, and I, those are in Arkansas, from what I understand. <laughs> okay. And uh, we got over that part of the conversation, and he asked me. He said, "Have you ever done that?" And I said, "I heard this several years ago." Arrow clocking, they're calling it. And yeah. uh, I said, "Somebody told me about it." Um, and I said, I got to be honest for me, I never noticed the difference. And I said, even if I had, it would have to be a pretty big difference because again, I told him, I said, I have all left bevel broadheads. I shoot left heli- or left wing, left helical on my trad bow. And I said, and on my compound, I just shoot offset to the right. Cause that's how it was set up. No, I've never shot any of the beveled heads. Yeah. I, I, I just haven't. That's just not something it, I've done. But if you if you had left bevel and a right helical, would it, that be like a it, left twix, right twix kind of thing? It just wouldn't work. Only when the animal it hits the animal it unscrews. Oh, One's rotating. Gotcha. One. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I had the same question that when I got sense. into trad. Yeah. But I was like, why does this matter? And they were like, well your broadhead will unscrew. I was like, yeah, that sounds bad. We don't want that. Yeah. Um what if I glue it on? No, but it basically is working <laughs> against each other yeah, when it, it just, hits the bone. Okay. That that makes perfect sense now. But cuz they only make right wing chicken wing bat wing feathers. Yeah. <laughs> and, there uh, you go. There so you I go. said, all right, well, I'll keep shooting parabolics, but he had asked me about that and I said, man, I tried it. I didn't notice a difference. Um, And Frank has to hear all this. I'm quite certain he gets tired of it, um, of all these different things (laughs) that tried over the years or how to do this or different ways to tune and everything else. And some of it I totally buy into other things, just not not so much. And and, and maybe it is because I'm getting I'm not old, but older where I get more set in my ways. And this way's worked for me for ever yeah. and i don't want to i don't want to change well but. i think it's helpful hearing it from you just because i'll have an idea or i'll say something and you'll be like dude i fucking tried this 10 years Why ago or something that? Yeah. yeah the vain thing which i know he got mad at me because greg pool is a huge supporter of us right yeah. of, of kafaru and you like super spines and he's an aae guy yep yeah and uh, and i like those some of them make too much noise in my opinion yeah. from aee but yeah. I, I like the stealth veins so you said something like you said you like the super spines yeah because they work great and i immediately said, he, really immediately get he was he was cranky or something <laughs> he's like you dumbass <laughs> i said well, what how do you how what are you comparing them to i'm like damn he's got me there <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, he's like how do you know and he, and I and then I went on thirty minute. I was like, "Here's how it you're was a gonna pretty good get. rant." And he's like, and then later on, he's like, "You madman?" I'm like, <laughs> "Not anymore." <laughs> well, I was like, I said, "What you got to do?" Which at that and I, I was probably lack of sleep. I'm not. I only sleep like three hours a night. I'm sure I was cranky, but I had talked to you about setting up, you know, inch and three quarter up to three inch veins, and yeah. then setting them up with different veins, and then shooting the groups and circling the the, the arrow yep. with different colors and then you're going to know your first long distance it Absolutely makes a huge difference right. yeah and uh and i said so right now you just like those but you don't know why you got to test them and it took like 30 minutes of me being a total dickhead love the super spines by the way <laughs> not a bad opinion well and and my thing was i think is what i was telling you what i thought would probably happen because i shot super spines I think super spines with a mechanical head are great. Uh, I think they're awesome. You get less wind drag. Absolutely. Um, I do not like them for fixed blades. Nope. They don't. You'd have to shoot at least a three inch yeah. in the fi- if you're shooting a fix. But you know the funny thing is, last summer um, I had a bunch of people asking me questions about veins, and I, I finally just said, you know what? 
uh, I kept recommending super spines. Yeah. Like 2.3 super spines, can't go wrong. Four fletch, everybody's happy. So I actually last summer, in fact, I've still got like six different types of fletchings in my uh, in my basement because trying them out. Yeah, my yeah. quiver looked like the United Nations, yeah. Noah's Ark <laughs> or something. I mean, there were I, I had every color, every fletch combination. I I, I went everything from a three and a half inch three fletch flex fletch. Man, that is a tongue twister. I will not try that again. La, 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 la. <laughs> and the funny Three thing is, seashells on the seashore. Yeah. <laughs> so I went and I I shot them all summer, and I mean I shot them until like mid July, and that's when I you know by then it's it's time to dial things in and yeah you know the decisions better be made by then or it's too late. Yeah. What I found is on a good day, I could be out at Golden and keep them all in the ten ring on the Buffalo. And mm-hmm. it drove me crazy. I'm like, these arrows don't weigh the same because of the different fletch combinations. Yeah, Aerodynamically, they're not even remotely similar. I've got helicals. I've got straights. Everything's hitting the same spot. Yeah. But then when the wind blew, yep. that's when I made my decision. Yeah. And I found that there were... There were three of them that I probably could have been more than happy with. Yeah. But two of them that I already had a whole bunch of. So, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, and, well, and I think that, um, like, I shot four fletch uh, max stealths, which mm-hmm. that's that's a kite, you know. Kind of overkill, back. yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and when I had the mechanical, overkill by far. Way overkill, And yeah. then when I went to the fixed blade, I was like... Okay, good idea, right? Except wind drift. Yeah. And so when I get questions from from guys because of the you know podcast or whatever, sure. it's I think I don't think people and maybe we're being over overly anal retentive, maybe or and, and maybe how I explained it to you the other day. But if you want to be truly accurate at long distance, you got to be pretty fucking overly anal retentive. You oh, just, absolutely. You, Those yeah. little details all matter. Oh yeah, and the one thing that I noticed a big because I had what was I yeah last year I was trying out three different AAE veins. I think yeah. Uh, well, I've got them in there. The the Max Delta, the little the little ones. I can't and remember. Max the Pro Hunters, Max. Pro Max. Oh, the little yeah. stinky ones. Yeah, like yeah. the tiny, tiny ones. And I tried a bunch out. And for me, because I don't mind aiming off, the 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 Max Stealths with four flats, even though they they would drift in the wind a bit, were the most forgiving and most accurate and the quietest. So I went with those. Now, of course, I was just shooting the the AAEs, but I'll say, because I shot Super Spines for four years, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Less wind drag with those, but with guys that are wanting to shoot fixed blade, definitely check because that is yep. kind of one of those things where you may not, you just don't have enough in there to steer it. Now, one of the other reasons I liked the AAEs is once I figured out how to glue on the vein, they don't come off. Yeah, ever. and absolutely. If you do, and, and truth if you be don't told, do it right, they fall off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, but I use their system on the vein techs, and yeah. I'm telling you right now. I, you couldn't pull, pull those off. things off with pliers. No, it's you'll a leave the base there. It's a solid system, it and really I mean, is, yeah. a lot of it too was. I was only saying that because I like Greg, mm-hmm. and I was like, at least give the the AEs a, a try. But you know, as far as like, I, I'm not gonna lie. When he first gave me that that DOA, mm-hmm. he, he said you're gonna love it, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. 
dude, I can't sell enough of those now. And that's no, that's and I'm, awesome. I, I'm shooting a trad bow. Hey, ain't give me shit. Right. They, they, they might so have a clicker or something. So you're it on your trad bow still? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Working out for you. It's great on the trad bow, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> makes a little noise. There's a clicker and another clicker. Which, uh, which side are you shooting on that? Uh, I know, right. <laughs> it's not worth a fuck. No. <laughs> Missing animals, shoot deer in the horns. But, uh, but no, but once I went to, uh, you know, the, the, the trad bow or whatever guys would, I think they thought I would like, I've, Greg was paying me or whatever. Yeah. And, and, and he, I mean, they, he sponsors the gritty bone of Greg and I are just buddies. Yeah. Um, now we, we pay Greg, uh, the bow junkie. Oh yeah. But, uh, we, I, I might've heard that a little bit during the uh, Vegas coverage. Oh, I know. Right? <laughs> Dude, I guess like. I was, I don't think Hoyt and Matthews are a fan of Snizzle because Greg was like, they were like, why is a backpack company that sponsor? And this is how much because Greg they and I stepped up. have loyalty to each other. Greg asked me, I'm like, yeah, we'll take it. I mean, it's like 2 million views people are seeing. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, anytime I was watching the shoot downs, there was never less than a thousand people watching that. It, never what? less than a thousand. So yeah, your ad. Reach people. And, There's no and, question about it. I think Matthews tried to shank it out from under me, and 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 he was like, "Look, I gave Aaron the price. Contract's the price is done. the price." Yeah. Aaron said, yeah. "Yeah." Well, they're like, "It's he's a backpack company," and I'm thinking on a marketing perspective, yeah. And those all people haven't seen my company. Yeah. If, if only three percent look, then that's, that's a win. That's a win. Yeah. yeah. So, but that that DOA when I first got it, I was I didn't know, and then. My first mistake was I was shooting a drop away and a DOA, and you don't remember to cock it, and it has oh, to be cocked. Okay, and which is why I love it. But I fired a couple off. Uh, I guess those would be compound darts, uh, arrows <laughs> to Jesus, whatever you want to call them. Outliers, um, outliers. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, I'm just gonna. I like it enough. I'll shoot on all bows. Go ahead. Gotcha. So, so the rest just wasn't. So if you don't cock it, it's not coming up. Right, but it never goes back down, and that's oh, why gotcha, I like gotcha, it. Gotcha, and that gotcha, is. Yeah. Like Alberta wins, you know, trying to draw. It stays and it's basically. So for me, one, I generally don't have to, with a compound. I don't usually have to shoot a second arrow. But once you shoot it, it's automatic. It's like wiping your butt, right? Just Bam. pop it up. But the uh, I had a, well, it's bad analogy. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I, I, I'm picking up what you're laying down. I got shoes. you. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, that horse trip in the in bc oh yeah that thing got fucked up like a football bat never broke and yeah I'm like, you're going through a lot of brush there that, it's got a plastic launcher and everybody asked me about that and greg told me well yeah it's it's obviously it's obviously one of those stress points that you got to look at well and that's what i was like mm -hmm. I, I didn't know i was like i don't know and um so I, I obviously i never broke it you know what it finally did bend when an arrow blew up on me on a bull you don't talk oh. about shit your pants Th Good that gosh. plastic hook that holds it in okay it went from like a candy cane to like the zz top <laughs> it was all <laughs> crooked and fucked up it wasn't, wasn't point right huh? i'm just happy something didn't go in my hand because i was shooting a cutthroat too so that would have just cut my finger off yeah. um, when that arrow yeah. blew up but either way that's one of those things where i didn't talk about it a ton at first because i was like this fucker may fall apart i don't know i've never used it and yeah. then now man i love that thing but i went i shit i used it so much before i even you know, talked about that arrow rest that I felt confident with it. I don't even know why I started talking about that. Oh, veins. Um, the, uh, the, the, you go into the, the vein or the going to chicken feathers, right? You're going to the feather category. I'm a huge proponent 
with my limited experience of having three chickens on my bow, like on my arrow, I like a five inch. You're already shooting slower than the yeah. second coming of Christ, right? Yeah, What's it's it matter? Not, <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you use a sundial to check your bow speed, you know, oh. it's not. Uh, well, last with not the, important with the rampart. Uh, what did I shoot? One eighty two. Yeah, one eighty two with. Um, wow. Yeah. And that's at 10 <laughs> grains per, per, dude, I know it's a whole different it's, one. It's a different world for me. I, I just don't live there. So, I mean, that's, well, yeah. It, it'll change your life. Maybe not for the good. Maybe it made me, I have a different perspective on arrow penetration for sure. Oh, sure. Um, because I blew through almost everything I shot at it, a whopping mm-hmm. 180. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, you know, guys are like at those longer ranges, it's going to drag more. And I'm like. I'm a pretty good shot. What the fuck are you shooting at? Right? Like yeah. 40 for me, that's 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 a poke. Like 40 is far. Yeah, I mean, hey man, we can't all be Matt Davis. I, mean, I, I know, right? That dude has a better imagination. And I just I think it's awesome watching those arrows just launch it out there. Yeah. Well, everybody told me, you know, the 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 cast, the launch of the arrow, watching it go into the animal. Oh yeah, it's no shit. You know what else you get to watch? When the animal gets out of the way. You don't get to see that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's hey, but you know, for Fortunately, you're shooting a quieter bow, generally. Yeah. I mean, generally, it's a quieter bow, so it, it'll it overcome some of that stuff. But Bad hunt with broad. I don't know. Sh- that's all speculation on my part. Yeah, <laughs> it is quieter. I mean, think, I, I watched uh, I, this morning. I got in early. I was watching the bear video Brian did up in BC um, last year or two years ago. And it was the first animal I killed. Yeah. I missed it the first shot. And Tom Sr. told me, he's like, I've killed three elk on my third arrow. And he's That's like, so cool. Yeah. And that bear, I shot it. And they're sitting down there. They don't know what's going on. I shot at it, hit right between his legs. And it just was like. And he just. Kind of looked at his paw, put it back down, and then turned broadside wow. and I killed him. But, uh, I mean, that's not like a big selling feature to the trat, though. I mean, the 180 thing, I shot that deer in the ass and. And we get a lot of funny memes in the tree stand. And I, I did not fill Frank in on this one because I couldn't handle the abuse at that time. So <laughs> I texted Broderick. That's what friends are for right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I said, I just said, hey, dude, uh, give me a call. And then uh, I, I finally, I, when he called back, I, I was whispering. I'm like, I, I, I hit one in the, in the butt. I said, I hit one in the ass. and Wrecked him. I, said, it, damn, <laughs> <you're killing. laughs> I, I said, he's either fine or I hit the femoral and I'm not quite sure because he was right on the wood line. Uh-huh. And uh, I said, I'm going to go 50 or 100 yards in. He's either going to be fine or I'm going to find him because I hit the femoral. Um, watching that arrow at 26 yards or 24 or whatever, 22, it, either way, it's like, oh, no, <laughs> stop turning. It's like Austin Powers. <laughs> and then it hits. With the yeah. steamroller coming at him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, a totally different world where uh, you just don't get that with the compound. You nope. certainly, you, you may yeah. not know what happened. But. Well, but I, I, you know, there's also part of that is that uh, when you're in that zone, you know, and everything is just amplified, it's like playing sports, you know, where all your senses are just laser focused and you're just like aware of every single thing going on around you. I, I can tell you, you couldn't put a greased flaxseed through my ass with a hammer. I mean, it's like pucker <laughs> factor tight because it's just, when we were talking about it before it started. You ever tried that, Frank? Uh, no, <laughs> I, I haven't either. Yeah. I mean, Everyone just, should. That's but an interesting diet you have there. <laughs> it does paint an, uh, a pretty vivid picture. Oh, yeah, you snapped the O-ring. But I mean, you're definitely, 
I mean, for for me, because it is more of a given with the the compound, it, you're, it's just way more. It's more intense. Um, well, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's certainly not for you know for everyone. And I'm going back. I'm rewinding my you know all my archery skills that I have learned has started all over. Um, in so, fact, the clums probably want to kill me because I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You're, going, you're just driving them crazy with questions again. Or, but, or but help. that's the difference, you know, though. Yeah. That's the difference is you're going to go into it 100% because you don't do anything halfway. No. Uh-uh. You do it, you know, either 110 or 150%. But yeah. I mean, or if it, it's golf, I just stop and it, I don't play. It, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a waste of time anyway. Yeah. <laughs> when does golf ever put anything in your freezer? Yeah, no, no um, kidding. But it's an uh, alligator. <laughs> got, may have got my arm, but I got his eye. <laughs> oh, sticking with a 90s comedy theme here. Um, but uh, uh, side note, Frank asked the other day, do you not like Happy Gilmore? And I was like, Frank, oh, my dude, gosh, it is it. the best movie we're ever watching made. in the hotel. I'm laughing my ass off and he's not laughing at all. My- I said, I said, Frank, I was at West Point as an instructor when that came out and I said, and I, of course he has to hear every story. I'm like, I wasn't an instructor when they're a sophomore, they got to pick their jobs and we go down there. And I'm like, so yes, Frank, I've seen it 10,000 times. Oh yeah, <laughs> It's just not as funny today as it was back in 1997 oh, <laughs> or whatever. I, five. There's a couple movies movie. from back then that and Dumb and Dumber that I will still laugh like a child <laughs> when I see him. Steven Seagal was awesome. the king. He wasn't fat. Please yeah. don't listen, Stephen, because I'm sure you kick my ass. Yeah, Stephen, I think you look great. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord, the uh, yeah. Oh man. By the way, Stephen, check out our page. Not fit to hunt. It's just made for guys like you and me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we accept everybody. Oh Lord. Speaking of not fit to hunt, how's Tim doing? Tim's doing good. He's. And that uh, was not a slide at you, Tim. I just remember. Man, no kidding. Yeah. Whew, boy. Is he? Is he? Is he gotten girthy? No, no. Tim looks great. Okay, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> um, hold on. Just totally me. sounded man crushy there. Yeah. We're just friends. Tim, We're you both look, happily married you to other awesome, people. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> He's a cute. Little, you know, who he reminds me of is Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace. Well, I'll have to. The Dairy Queen guy. Remember? Yeah. Oh Whatever, yeah. Whatever. Little blonde yeah. hair. He's a cute dude. Seriously. Um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> trying can, to make it can awkward. Can you even say that? <laughs> I don't know. We may have to delete that one out. I know, here. right? The, uh, He's a cute dude. <laughs> we were talking the other day about uh, Jason. You know what I love about podcasts, by the way? Uh, Total side note here. Everybody's like, hey, we'll edit that out. Never, never ever, ever gets edited out. <laughs> well, what we're talking about, who was, we were talking about. You know, I'm not definitely not going to bring up any names for this, but females in in the numbering system, right? She's she's a six or she's an eight, and okay. And I and I said one girl That's was so a, sexist. a six. Well, we we brought it straight to guys, and they were like, <laughs> "She's a six. What's it take to make to a ten? And I'm like, "Well, look at dudes. Would you consider Jason Momoa and The Rock?" A 10 or a nine. <laughs> and I was like, it took a lot of work for them to get to a 10. So it's going to take a lot of work for a female to get to a 10 as well. The scale should be consistent. Yeah, exactly. So Not that the scale should be involved with that. Again, hashtag not 59. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's what's on the inside. That's that right. That's right. Oh, Lord. Speaking of what's on the inside, I'm quite certain we were not fit to hunt. Uh, when we left Alabama, holy oh my shit, God. Balls everything there is fed you, huh? Oh, you got to love the Southern diet, man. Anytime hush puppies are like just standard fare, 
you know, sometimes Dude, it's we like, ate pie and good Lord. We, we were good for the first couple of days. We went to the grocery store. We got salads and fruit. Oh, that yeah. didn't last very long. No. What it, uh, did, uh, did, was it just the two of you when you went in there and bought the salads and stuff? <laughs> yeah. We got some weird looks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not, uh, that's not Southern fair right there. No, not no they, really. uh, those people know how to fry stuff. Oh Lord. Um, I think uh, he was eating freaking fried uh, cornbread. I didn't even know there was such thing as fried cornbread. I wasn't eating. Those are called hush puppies. Cornbread, (laughs) awesome. It was flattened though, flattened cornbread, really, like little pancakes almost. Interesting. I was devouring. I went back for like thirds. I'm not going to say I won't try them. Oh my god! I mean, obviously, you shouldn't try them. They're they're delicious. It's like it's kind of like meth. The first one's free. (laughs) It's like, but you're going to pay for all of them after that. Yeah, you don't you don't have to sell meth. You just offer it. It's the same thing with that deep fried cornbread. It was good. I uh, yeah, it was amazing. But we did not get any healthier down there. We did Red Rocks. What Sunday, Saturday, yeah, whatever day it was, it hurt. Sunday, yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it. Or Sunday, yeah, I bet my calf muscle still hurt. I uh, we got Red get... Rocks. You can actually go there just for concerts too, guys. I know. Well, you Amy, know that Amy does <laughs> kind um, of a world class venue for that. Well, I've never been to a. Con- I've heard it when we were going up the Tower Trail before. Um, I probably should uh, go to one. I just uh, we got to get our shit together for New Zealand. Um, our season starts early. We're going, well, we're not going to be, need to be too fit for the bear hunt in BC, but when definitely. Is, uh, uh, when is New Zealand? When are you guys going? First two weeks of June, basically. Oh, okay. and then, oh dude, you got plenty of time. <laughs> that's what, that's what mid May is for friends right there, right there. That's called deathbed repentance. Oh, when you Lord. start hitting the gym real, real hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Oh no, you'll be fine. <laughs> I, uh, well, we've got, a lot, our schedule is crazy packed this year and it's funny because we were you know you get in the um uh you know the supplement debate right like this the whole supplement thing and oh yeah little debbie or you know hostess <laughs> you know speaking I, of, either one what the hell is he moon pies moon pies and ding oh yeah that's the south man yeah moon, moon pies, pies and ding dongs like a food group they're right up near the top of the food pyramid <laughs> well, dude. you got like it's right the up there. Deep fried food restaurant and in Broderick looks over. He's like, those guys have been coming here for 40 years. Cracker Barrel? No, it was like the tiny town, right? But yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, what did he say? They've been coming here 40 years. They're still alive or something. Still fine. He goes, this yeah. shit doesn't hurt you. Exactly. <laughs> well, so we said this on the one podcast already, but I figured if I was going to eat bad, I'm going to do it right. And so can uh, I get four drumsticks? And the lady looks up. She goes, you want foe? And I was like, actually, and a deep fried pork chop, if you can put that on top of there. And I ate it all. <laughs> and it was a deep fried. I didn't know they do that shit. It was a deep fried pork chop. It was awesome. It was no, great. I'm not mad at that one bit. That I sounds shit great. right for a week, but yeah, it was great. Clean your pipes out. Yeah, actually, yeah. stop for a week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that was the other thing. Every morning between 9 and 10, one of us, generally me, would be like, whenever you guys are ready to get out, I, I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, Broderick would never let me live that down, which was, yeah, usually being nine and 10. Um, I had to go. And a lot of that was the grease content I was not used to. That's mother nature. Yes. Yeah. No, no kidding. So what are you, are you doing this year? Do you got points this year? I do. And I'm, I am now, well, so I have, I mean, I have moose points in Colorado, but you know, those are until you get into double digits on those, you're just kind of hoping to get lucky. Yeah. So I'm going to hope to get lucky again this year. Yeah. Um, but I've been considering, I've got eight points for deer in Utah and nine for elk. 
and oh, I dang. can actually draw a couple of decent deer tags over there. And since I am like the kid with money burning hole in his pocket, <laughs> I've got points burning a hole in my pocket and I cannot stand it. So I might, I might hunt deer in Utah this year on a, on a limited entry unit. Yeah. And I'll probably sit back and wait for, I'll probably give it a few more years on elk so I can draw a good unit. I mean, I could draw couple of them right now, but not really the ones I'm real interested in. So, gotcha. yeah, so I'll be doing, uh, Colorado, you know, deer, elk, antelope. Um, and my, my method for hunting elk is, uh, if there's still season left after my deer's dead, then I'll go hunt elk. Occasionally they walk in front of you while you're hunting deer. Absolutely. And you know what, if they do, I will not discriminate. I will shoot an elk. Yeah. I mean, they taste great, but uh, I, I, fortunately my wife took care of that this last year and there's only three of us in the house. So I think it'll last us a while. Frank has the same kind of status. He's a mule deer guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Elk are just secondary. I think we're backpacking in though several miles anyway we're going to this, a newer unit up north and gonna try and kill ourselves um for for mule deer i got to get into some cliffy terrain with the old stick yeah um, <laughs> oh hey i'm telling you man those cliffs the cliffs can make you feel like a freaking ninja yeah because they can't hear you see you or smell you if you've got just a couple things in your favor well, and I used to not like hunting in the wind. The wind is my buddy now. I like the wind. Uh, they bed up, and it's you can move a lot more. And it's that's yeah. the only reason why I killed that one deer with Frank. Um, I mean, in my opinion, it's thirty mile an hour wind gusts. Well, yeah. and, and again, yeah, that was basically a cliff. I mean, you got in on the big rock, and you know that gives you it gives you the ability to to close that distance and get in real, real close. And that's great. But yeah, you just got to find. That might terrain have been a, that's conducive to stalking. For a little sure. too close on that specific deer, but I was more than happy <laughs> to shoot it. Um, that that we only had a day, so it wasn't like I was going to be super you super. You couldn't picky. be too selective, yeah. No, uh, but this year I think that's what we're going to do. And and Frank's got points for elk, so he should draw a good elk tag. And if I can't nice. get a landowner tag, we're going to try and I'll just call for. For him and so see Frank, what, what unit you plan on? Drawing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Frank. Let's uh, blow some spots uh, out here, guys. California, Come on. <laughs> yeah, California, oh, yeah. no Cal. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 where all the big uh, ones are. Up in yeah. Wyoming, right by where the Eastmans hunt. Yeah, Milwaukee uh, yeah. <laughs> and Follow Guy and Ice. Southern Colorado. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. The uh, the we're, yeah we're hunting out by Kiowa. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's where all the big bulls are in Colorado. <laughs> Eastern <laughs> Plains. Yeah, that's right. That's Can one thing. Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. One thing I do get messages on that guys need to be, and a lot of people are, most aren't realistic on their first hunt out here. Your first hunt, you should probably just shoot whatever comes in front of you. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing, I'm not giving anybody crap about this, more just setting your expectations. Um, I get a lot of that. I'm not looking for a 350 bull, just a good bull. Just, you know, 320-ish. I would just shoot whatever <laughs> walks in front of you for your first one because, um, I mean, there's a lot of elk here, and there's there's good elk here. Um, I mean, you'll find big bulls oh, here. absolutely but, there are. Um, it, it is, and I'm not saying you can't do it. I mean, totally you can, but um, it, it, it is difficult, especially if you've never hunted elk and never backpack hunted. I would say if you get a shot in an elk— you're doing pretty that's a good. Win. Yeah. yeah. If you kill a cow, that's like a big V. Like you're bringing home the bacon for and sure. <laughs> after that, it's just you know you're you're in the plus points category after that one. Well, one thing that people fail to factor in is elk really do taste great. Yeah. And I mean, cows are awesome. You know, yeah. big ruddy bulls aren't always the best taste in meat. I mean, that's no. kind of like shooting big rutted up mule deer. The one I shot this last year is not. 
He was not tender. <laughs> yeah, we make them not all. tender at all. But well, uh, you know, it was a uh, yeah. And I, I think you're absolutely right, though. Set set your expectations at a realistic level, and truthfully, just come out here and get the experience. You know, if you're if you're putting it off until next year or the year after, till you can afford a guide. Forget that. Just just come hunt. Yeah. I mean, just get the experience. A lot of public land. And I mean, Frank's starting to hunt in different, you know, areas and everything else and, and branching out. And I mean, it's doable, right? You, you put enough effort into it. You'll, you'll be successful wherever you go. Um, yeah. And that's just it. It takes effort. But it takes, I mean, you can't do all the scouting on Google Earth. And that's yeah. one thing that a lot of people fail to realize. And so, you know, if you're coming from out of town, Try to try to bring your family out here for a, a weekend fishing trip or something. Yeah, ahead Certainly. of it. That's, At the very least, you learn the trailhead. That's yep. going to cut some time off. You learn the trail in if you're going to pop off the Absolutely. trail. You know, you do learn out learn quite a bit. And you know, obviously, any time like my you know my biggest advice to guys is uh, one shoot and one get in shape. Those are two important things. You can suffer through a lot of other yeah. stuff. Like you can suffer through a shitty sleeping bag. May not be happy, but um, you know, you get all the sleep you need when you're dead. Anyway, yeah, so yeah. I mean, definitely about that. Focus on uh, learning elk, obviously, or learning deer. But yeah, I mean, make sure that the one opportunity have you don't miss because you didn't practice, and also you know, make sure you're in shape too. And and they both kind of, you know, you weigh them out. They're they're pretty. Well, on a backpack, on more specifically, yeah, absolutely, they're important. And if you if you I mean, how many guys do we have message us that I played college football? Cool. I'm in pretty good shape. How long ago was that? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I've been an athlete. Well, I can tell you now from my own experience, 12,000 feet doesn't care what oh, you used to do. Oh, it does not do. care at all. <laughs> you know, we did a 14er this last summer and I thought I was in, I thought I was pretty well prepared for it. Yeah. Dude, they suck all of the oxygen <laughs> out. Once you hit 13,000 feet, I was pretty good up to 12. Even when you nap, you're like... <laughs> When you oh, wake I couldn't. Up. I wasn't napping up there, dude. I just wanted to get that <laughs> off that mountain. We're going to Bojo's after that, dude. We need pizza. So, Man with his priorities. The trip right down there. was pretty fast, but no, yeah. there's there is a uh, there's definitely some some things that you have to prepare for that, and yeah. and I mean there's there's not too much preparation you can yeah. put into it. There's no, no such thing. For sure. And a lot of guys, we'll have to wind this down here in a minute, but a lot of guys, and it's good you're here for this one, get wrapped up on the uh, the arrow combo. We get tons oh, of yeah. arrow. And a lot of guys, I don't understand how the spine of the arrow works. And I, just because I, I literally yesterday got seven questions about this, you can't just add point weight to increase your arrow weight uh because you're spine yeah. well you can but you can't expect to have yeah. good arrow flight afterwards <laughs> right. and uh so you, you're gonna probably have to change um arrows and and if you change arrows for example you're gonna have a couple options so let's say um i'll, I'll, I'll use easton and you should gold tip sure. so if you you want to increase your point weight but you still want to shoot relatively fast you want to shoot something like an easton bloodline a 330 spines like 8.6 grains per inch so not not overly heavy um, yeah <clears throat> and then you can load up a bit of weight up front because you've got a lightweight stiff shaft that you need to weaken up and then you add point weight and everything kind of evens out uh, what's one from well and see I did that with the gold tip velocities for a couple of years I shot the 300 spine which was more spine than I needed so it was a, it was basically I went up a spot uh, up a, a line in spine because I typically shoot the 340s 
So I went to the 300s and I loaded up some point weight. And that was a fantastic shooting arrow. And it was actually the heaviest arrow I've ever hunted with. It's like 420 grains. And I know that's like bare shafts for you guys. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that arrow would absolutely, you almost couldn't push it off target. It, it stayed true. Yeah. Well, and I think what people, one of the things is, let's say you're shooting an arrow that you can't afford new arrows yeah. and you're worried about penetration, probably from listening to me, not you, because yeah. I, I bitch about guys that shoot 400 grains. Yeah. Sorry. Here's, I know. My bad. Guys. <laughs> um, but with, uh, well, asterisks to that, you probably shouldn't shoot a forward deploying broadhead with a super lightweight and light poundage. Um you kind of need to yeah, look at it. You can dive in in a second. <laughs> the um, if you're, I mean, if 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 you hit it right, you're good, and I will never deny that. Yeah. But if you're that worried about it, just tune your little bow a little bit better and shoot a, a cut on contact fixed blade. You you don't really have to worry. I, to me, if you're that worried about it and you can't afford new arrows, just put a cut on contact fixed blade on. You're not gonna have a problem with penetration. If you can't afford new arrows, if you can then do what we're talking about and that helps, you know. Or go to an archery shop, hang out, shoot some leagues, try some other guys' arrows. Yeah. I mean, if there's somebody else there who's got something that's similar to what you're looking at, I mean, there's always, there's going to be guys shooting 300 spines, guys shooting 250 spines, guys shooting 340s, 400s. Just try a couple of them out. If they group, if they do what you need them to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, you're right. Now Accuracy it cuts down that learning curve a lot too. Yeah. And or I mean, you can just, you know, consult one of the experts on the internet. There's a lot. Good so, on archery yeah. talk for that. Definitely <laughs> on archery talk. And then when you're on there, definitely, definitely post what's better mechanical yes. or fixed. Yes. Well, that's, <laughs> and, and if you don't get the answer you're looking for, do it again the next week. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and then also get on there and, and uh, what's another good one to say? Uh, the, Who makes the, the best bow? Yeah, definitely yeah. that. At least you'll get some good memes. Uh, the guy yeah. in the the uh, the bomb suit shooting a Bowtech was pretty Still good. Still one. one of my favorites. And then the Hoyt, the Hoyt <laughs> one with uh, the Brokeback Mountain meme was a good one. Just um, hang out. We'll tune it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was another good one. I uh, Yeah. I, I, I personally, I'm shooting a bow with a soul now. That's the, the trad stuff is different jokes, but they're still jokes. I guess it doesn't count if you shoot something. And I, so here's, here's a real question. Yeah. Have you named her? No, not yet. Oh, not yet. yet. You heard the yet too, Frank. Okay. No kidding. Well, a couple guys. And And, and is it a boy or a girl? I don't know yet. Um, (laughs) To think about that. I, uh, is it, is it, can it just identify whichever way it swings? <laughs> it's got to be a male. It's I can't. There's no way I could name it a female name. It'd feel weird. So Betsy's not going hunting with you. Ah, gotcha. If okay. I do a solo hunt, what could I do to Betsy on day nine? Oh my god! <laughs> but I think the uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, it is getting so late. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. The uh, the bow thing, like with the you know, it's totally different jokes with uh, the oh, trad yeah. stuff. But yeah. it's there's still a lot of jokes. Uh, Broderick's got some funny. The funniest thing was trad shoulder, which is when you oh, suck so bad with shoulder? your recurve. That your shoulder, you have a shoulder injury, you have to go to a compound. Oh, got to go to a compound. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, trad shoulder. Yeah. But well, he texts me, and, and Frank, he's like, how's it going, guys? And then he goes, how many 
trad flags you got sitting out there in the field, Aaron, with, you know, Mrs. Arrow sticking in the field. So trad flag is a new one. I like that. Trad flag. The, yeah. That's good. Trad life is pla- plaid life is trad life. Trad life is the plaid life. Yeah. I yeah. think Frank might have won the internet with that one this morning. Oh, yeah. Um, immediately I had, I don't know what the guy was talking about. I got to, I had to look it up. And, uh, but it was, he said I needed some kind of shoe and something else for, for plaid, but I'm from Oregon. Everybody wore red plaid or, or uh, whatever logging shirts, and now now it's I'm a not, hipster thing. I'm not well, gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna bullshit you. So I looked. Up. Now you better be hunting for gluten free tacos if you're gonna be wearing too much plaid in Denver. <laughs> I, I know, right? I looked. You know, I just typed in on Amazon plaid shirts, uh-huh. and you got the straight up black bearded gel or oil beard oiled skinny sexuals, at the bottom. Yeah, yeah lumber yeah. sex with the pop collar, and I'm like fudge. Yeah. So th- they've changed the cut on plaid shirts. It used to be that plaid shirts were just kind of, you know, plaid shirts and they went straight down. You yeah. tucked it in, you looked like a man. Yeah. But now plaid shirts have gotten tapered yeah. along with the jeans. And if the jeans and the shirt and the shirt aren't both tapered, then I, I'm not sure it's even allowed to be worn like in downtown. <laughs> I, I had to, I'm not, yeah, I had to look, right? So yeah. mountain khakis and GH brass have the old school plaid shirts. Oh. Everyone else tapered. Yeah. Like I tried one on down at REI with Amy. Ooh. Oh, fudge ripple. It was bad. Like, yeah, that's probably not going to work. I went to button the bottom one and I'm like, this, this isn't a large shirt. <laughs> I was like, I don't even have an ass and it won't fit around it. What's this going on? This is a schmedium. I know what schmediums <laughs> look like. I wear them in the gym. Yeah, exactly. No, that's no shit. But anyhow, well, we should probably cut it off. This went, it's an hour and 20 already. I'm cutting into my trad archery time. So you know well, you better get those reps in. <laughs> Dude, I'm, you ain't shitting. Um, well, you know what? The bottom line is, no matter what equipment you choose, you better have a lot of arrows downrange before you take it to the field. Yeah. Whether it's compound and you're new to it or it's a new <laughs> new bow to you. I mean, familiarity is what kills animals in the woods, in my opinion. Yeah, you know? no, you're you're right. And I mean, knowing I, your equipment, the the recurve, I think even more than anything needs to be an extension of your your body. Basically, you got to be one with Betty <laughs> or Betsy. <laughs> yeah, and if, if not, you're going to have a lot of trad flags sitting out there. Yeah, exactly. Wind See, indicators. Me using the lingo there already. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> well, uh, we've had you on before, but where uh, where can people find you? We got to get your social Instagram, so, social media. Yeah, tweet no face kidding, up. man. I mean, I'm like. 45,000 followers behind Aaron. Um, but uh, so I, my personal page is Big Chief Wackabuck or Henry Ferguson on Facebook. And I think I just went through and axed a few people. So there's room for a couple more on Facebook now again. <laughs> um, and then our, uh, our I, I guess it's technically a business page, but there's really not a business. It's more of a hobby and it's uh, not fit to hunt. Actually, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> I think you could t- honestly call that a lifestyle brand. So, but not fit to hunt. We have a we have a YouTube channel by the same name, and that's uh, we do hunting tips, Is archery that, form, and tips I, and tactics. You got stuff some like good that. archery. I haven't watched them all because I just clicked oh, on. Oh, thanks, the, Eric. The, appreciate that. I watched some of them though. <laughs> Come on now, the, the the archery stuff. Your tech archery stuff's good. Um, you know, just reading through it. We're so. going to get a bunch of new stuff up there here in the next couple months too. Now that uh, hunting seasons aren't over, and once I, you know, like I. If uh, hey Prime, go ahead and send me that bow, yeah. and we'll do a uh, we'll do a, a bow build on that and kind of show how we go through tuning it, setting it up, and making what, sure everything. What'd you order? Frank hasn't got his either. Oh, you got a logic on order too? No, just the <laughs> synergy. synergy. Oh, it's man. been a while. Yeah, yeah, Prime, if you're listening, please help. <laughs> <laughs> 
I you, keep checking my credit card statement. It's like it's draw season right now. Yeah. <laughs> it, generally, we have found I have had some interesting phone calls from very important people from shit we've said on this, from people I didn't think would call. I'll oh, tell really? you about one when we get off air, <laughs> um, specifically in Alabama. The And uh, people, they listen more than I thought. No, it, it, truth <laughs> be told, hey, I'm getting a solid deal on it. I'm, I'm a... He's lying, patient. Brian. Brian, I know I'm you're listening. A patient <laughs> guy. His, man, his logic. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. I wouldn't complain if I had it. So no, good Lord. Know, that'd All be right. fine. But. Well, cool. Well, yeah. Thanks for tuning, everybody, and thanks for coming on, Henry. Hey, my pleasure. Anytime, guys. Frank, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have a good closer for this one. Come on. I already stole your line. He did. He stole I, my I line. Mean, I stole his thunder. Sorry, Frank. Ladies, c- he's single. The cougar That's left right. me. He's, he's ready for – What i tell you what he's ready for. Oh, you want to know something? Let's, uh, lay well, it on let, us. Just a second here. Let's, let's build Frank up here real quick here. Let's let's paint a picture for the girls who are just listening. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Frank, you're what? 6'1"? I'm my, a meaty 190. Meaty 190. Would you say that's like a meaty 190, like a chewy meaty 190 or a solid meat? I'd say pretty solid dude, right? I'm not saying anything. Right, I said enough. You work out with him. Come stuff. on. Now. Would you consider me we're trying cute? To get, we're trying Aaron? to get Frank hooked up here. You see, he's a seven. And, he's a seven and a half, ladies. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay. There you go. He he I'll he doesn't it. pay much for rent. I can tell you that. And he's so got he's a got a cook. lot of disposable income. Yep. yep. That's helpful. Very helpful. Oh Actually, my God. You, you don't have a whole lot because you keep spending on your truck. Well, yeah. That's what I was going to bring up here. (laughs) Yeah. We may have some things to discuss about Toyota here pretty soon. Actually, yeah, we may need people's support. Um, The Uh, Toyota dealership that Frank bought his Toyota from is royally screwing him over. So if they don't fix it today, uh, we're going to need people to quite possibly throw some bad reviews. (laughs) Nissan. Um, No. Dude, Uh, I'm telling you, I beat the crap out of all my (laughs) Nissans, and they just keep on coming back. The shit they did, he had... um, his manifold's got a crack. He didn't know. Ooh. He bought it. And Did you buy it new? No. Used. used. And okay. but, but it's he, certified. It was certified. And he With had a warranty. extended warranty. So he goes, it's it's making the click noise pop. Oh. He he takes it in and the warranty company says, We can't warranty it. It's been previously modified. So the, we get, the paperwork <laughs> on the warranty literally says if it's found to be faulty, it'll be covered by the warranty. So keep that in mind. Yeah. So I take it in. And they say, hey, the previous owner modified it. We can't cover it. You're screwed. Take it up with him. Yeah. I bought it as is. You warrantied it. Right. That's not your problem. Well, well that's what shouldn't be your problem. That's what we've been trying to do. We had to drive over there, both of <laughs> oh, us, the other man. day to yell at him. And the guy was like, you know, one. Did you tell him who you are? Actually, tort life, baby. Tort life. Do you not know who I am? Exactly. I I just was like, dude, you know, we're not trying to be, we have a business ourselves. We're not trying to be a-holes about this, but uh, you sold them a faulty vehicle and a warranty. And if the vehicle wasn't faulty, the warranty would cover this. Wouldn't even, yeah. Yeah. And so, and and, and he was like, well, he's put whatever, 8,000 miles on it. And I'm like, doesn't matter. It's inside the warranty time for one. Yeah. And I I said, look, we've talked to mechanics and they said either you band-aided this or the previous owner to get it out the door. And I'm like, so how do you think that's going to look in the public's eye? Well, it went through that 200-point inspection, right? Quote, unquote. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I had him print out the inspection and it basically is blank enough to they can get out of anything. But he was like, well, you and what do you say something about idle threats? And I'm like, 
Dude, there's about 50,000 just on one page idle threats, and I bet half of them will leave bad reviews, you fucking dickhead. Because yeah, it's not that's... like one of those maybes. He's getting screwed. Well, every every mechanic I talked to said this is a common issue, and they knew about it before they sold it to me. Oh, so that hurts. You know, yeah. But, a little bit well, irritating. there's a lot of options for places to buy cars, and yeah. people well, what, vote with their wallets. We, we paid for so that tundra to cash at this place. And I told them that. And I said, dude, it's not like we haven't been good customers. Yeah, exactly. You know? But yeah, I know. I say we'll, we'll be leaving empty span cams and throwing it at their vehicle. Just kidding. <laughs> We'd never do that. Uh, yeah, anyway, that would be way too. Putting spam in their tailpipe. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be way too uh, narrow there. They'd know exactly where that came from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone, and thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks.